This is your mother's. It's your mother's. It's your mother's. This is your mother's. This is your mother's. This is your mother's favorite podcast. Hello, and welcome to a special edition episode of your mother's favorite podcast with a guest. Today, I'm Logan, of course, and today with us we have my good friend, and you may know him from his notoriously slow delivery times at Chef's Pizza, Chuck Powers, everybody. I, uh, I like that I'm defined by Chef's Pizzeria, I'm defined by my status as a delivery driver there. Yeah, like we were friends and stuff, but you're, you're just a chef's guy to me now. <laughs> like you deliver mediocre pizza for $6 an hour. Okay. Now, mediocre is not fair. You don't even eat meat. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> we don't have vegan options. We have a couple of vegetarian Yeah, I need you options. to kind of uh, get something going there. Some vegan cheese or something. <laughs> yeah, can yeah. you talk to your managers? Does, is gluten-free stuff vegan? We have gluten-free crust. It is. is it, yeah. Yeah, we have that. Wait, what do you have that's vegetarian but not vegan? Like salads with dressings? I mean... Yeah. Because that would make it... Well, I just meant, like, pizza-wise, like, I don't know if our sauce is vegan-friendly. Really? So, it's, like, hit or miss a lot of places. Domino's vegan sauce. Is it bad? Or just... What do you mean? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, like... is vegan other than the butter they put on the crust, so you can just... Oh. The cheese, too, there. Well, yeah. But it's hit or miss if a place has it or not. That's... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that, but... I don't know. I mean, I guess... I guess that counts as vegan friendly. That's close enough. Guess. See, that is the last thing a vegan <laughs> wants to hear is, well, I guess it might be. <laughs> <All> <laughs> it's right, like, never mind, t- I'm not hungry. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, A little bit about myself. I mean, for the most part, I like to think of myself as like a pretty standard 21-year-old. Like, <laughs> I just, um, I mean, I mean that in a good way, though. Like, I just pretty much go to school, go to work. You know, I have, a, you know, some free time now and then. But, I mean, for the most part, I you know, I don't do much out of the ordinary, I think. This kid works his butt off. His six-hour shifts turn into nine because of his delivery times. He just stays <laughs> over for the company. Right. Yeah. Giving it <laughs> they all. just let him. And, and then, like, as far as, you know, not, you know, stuff that everybody does, like work in school, you know, I have a couple hobbies and, like, real passions in my life, I guess. Um, but they're not, like, anything crazy, like collecting stamps or anything like that. You do you do have all seven rings though. <laughs> yeah, the Green Lantern <laughs> rainbow rainbow rings. Yeah, I have that. Um Bet you can do some real damage with those. Oh yeah. You do a lot of reading. Oh yeah, I love like comic books and um reading and stuff like that. Um is you know, some people are like, Oh, comic books and it's childish, but to me Nerd. It, yeah, nerd. To me it's easier because, like uh I don't know, it's just easier on the eyes and stuff, but but I read comic books. I play a lot of video games. Um, you know, when I have time, and and I let one my biggest. I would say my biggest passion is um, movies and film and filmmaking and stuff like that. Which is what Chuck wants to talk about today, and what we're going to talk about. Uh, not really a specific direction with this. There's going to be some open discussion about media and movies and that kind of thing. So, Chuck, I'll let you lead off. Yeah. Um. I mean, we were we were trying to figure out kind of what to talk about today, and um, I think what you know would be interesting to talk about is kind of in the context of this year in 2019. Because in my opinion, this has been a pretty you know important year, important a big year for like the movie industry. Just box, I mean, box office numbers and 
you know, significant movies that have come out this year. I think that would be good to talk about. So can I come out of the gate swinging at you? Yeah. So it has been a great year for movies, 2019, <laughs> especially box office-wise. We have a new number one all-time grossing film. Yep. yep. It's great. It's huge. They got broke twice, didn't it? This year? No, 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 no. Just once? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because Avatar had held it since 2009 when mm-hmm. it took it from Titanic. So James Cameron has had the top two since nineteen or since 2009, yeah. but yeah, he right. has not, not been a number one since like 97, Yeah, which that, is insane. That's crazy. That's a lot of money. That's, yeah. what, 22 years? Yeah. That one man has just ran the box office. Yeah. But uh, here is my biggest complaint with the <laughs> industry now. How many original films have came out this year? Just, I mean, just original Something fresh, not, not a franchise, not, of, not a remake. Yeah, what was what was the biggest like original film that I can think of? Um, uh, Midsummer came out. I don't know if that's original. It may be a, um, a you know a book adaptation or whatever. And I, I'm fine with that. Even just like a new book, but just something new. I mean, we've had Marvel dominate. Right. We've had... I mean, in general, we've just had Disney dominate. Disney is the powerhouse now. I mean, (laughs) of everything, but also when it comes to media. Like, Disney is just the bona fide powerhouse. So, for me, this hasn't been a huge year in movies because I don't stick too tight to, like, the MCU, like, Marvel Universe and, like, the Avengers. I don't really care. Infinity War was great. Like, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you have your own debacle on that, but it was very good. Um, but you bring up a good point. Like, there's not been many originals, and right. I haven't got to see Tarantino's film yet. You said, I mean, it, but I guarantee you, once I do see it, that that will probably be my favorite, at least original film of the year. Exactly. Yeah, I, w- I would say that's mine. I mean, you know, I haven't seen Midsummer yet. Um, I know it was the original creation, mm-hmm. you know, um, originally written or whatever, but. Um, that's my favorite of the year so far is um, Tarantino's, you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, have you have you guys both seen Endgame? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering because. Yeah, that's what that's what he was referencing. Yeah, he meant he meant Endgame. I meant Endgame. Okay. I don't know why I said Infinity War. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Because I, mm, I knew uh, Endgame to me yeah. was overall just disappointing. Felt like it stretched out way too long. Sloppy writing. I mean, I could go into vivid yeah. detail with this. It's just overall, I thought it was lazily written. Time travel's an easy way out of just making a more solidified plot. Yeah. Um. They wasted it was an out too yeah, long. They wasted and like just pretty much the entire segment of them going back to, you know, the first battle from Avengers One right. and you know uh. A lot of filler. Right. Too much filler. Right. Way too much filler. The last hour and 15 minutes was really good. Mm -hmm. Yep. From the time they they return and, you know, all the events that conspire afterwards. Right. That's what, a three-hour film? Yeah. And I feel like a solid hour and a half of it could have been just a race. Yep. Absolutely. What do you think? I mean, I've, um, for the most part, a complete counterpoint to that um, because, I mean, I loved Endgame, you know, I enjoyed pretty much, I mean, not every second, but I enjoyed pretty much all of it. I thought it was great. Wow. Like the part that we're saying there's filler and it's stretched. Like the entire time that they go back to get the the stones, did you not find it was just a little bit too stretched out? I mean, yeah, like I see see that. But to me, like here's here's my point about Endgame. It is 
complete movie catharsis. Right. In every, in my opinion, I mean, it, it is, you know, leading up to Endgame, they built it up and it was, they built it up as this is the culmination of 11 years of movies and 11 years of work. Like, it's almost expected. Like, you know it's going to be like this going into it. Yeah. Like, you, so that's you knew it was... Good. That's why I enjoyed it. You okay. know, I mean, is it... From a filmmaking standpoint, is it perfect? No. But it is an enjoyable, fun movie. From and, the MCU side. Like, from being a Marvel Universe fan. Yeah. Coming into it, you're like, hey, this is what I wanted for an end piece. Yeah, I it mean, brought it all together nicely. Yeah, that's yeah, it, it brought everything together nicely, and it was, you know, every thread and point. Not, I mean, not every, literally, but you know, all these overarching threads came together in Endgame, and it was the payoff that had been led up to for so long. Right. Which overall, I haven't had many people other than Cody over there tell me that. uh it was just not that great. I don't find it. I don't find it lazy and sloppy as much <clears throat> as I do. I agree with what you're saying. Like it's a really good. It's a culmination of everything. It's a really good ending. Good end piece. <clears throat> wraps it up nice. I just. I. I do the beginning. Of course, I'm not a big Marvel fan like you are. But the right. beginning was so drawn out to me. Like it was things that. Maybe it's personal. I wasn't making connections with actual Marvel universe references or. <laughs> I wasn't connecting all the pieces because I hated the first Avengers movie. I hate. I it. remember you telling me whenever Age of Ultron came out. I remember you telling me that you that you had like despised the thought of yes. going to see it because you're like I just don't care. Yeah, I don't care. So the the first one, I'm sure that's what a lot of uh, Endgame is for me. I'm missing connections to the first movie because I so lazily watched it. I watched like the first 45 minutes of it, and I was like, I'm. This is just not my. Yeah. This is just not my not my piece here. Um. Can I just throw out, I've done some research where I made a list of like my little, little tiny flaws I have with the film. I, oh, like I was, I was this devastated getting back from it. You had it saved already, like not, not in preparation for this episode. I've had it since the night I went and watched the movie. Hey, he has, wow. he has notes on, uh, uh, the last Star Wars movie that he made right after he got out of the movie theater as to why it was not a good yeah. film. Yeah. And like, it, honestly, they're solid. So... <laughs> the heist, the heist itself. I go back to that point. Like I just felt it took way too long, and it just seemed like it was stretched out. Um, when they come back, and Thanos comes back too, and he's like right above them. Mm-hmm. When he shoots that missile, like Ant Man eats it first off. Mm-hmm. Like he just eats that missile. There's nothing special about him other than his suit. Okay, Hawkeye well, should have. <laughs> okay, that's pretty special. That's fair. <laughs> so, um. Like at least Hawkeye or someone should have died. Some one of yeah. the mortals should have died in that explosion. I mean, it was yeah. a crater the size of like a a damn house, you know. And, and in that part too, like I thought the same thing. I'm like somebody, not somebody should have died immediately. I was like somebody is dead here. Right. That's like, what I was hoping. Like, like I wanted that. Yeah. Just like give me something like an ouch. And and you know like you said, you know Ant Man pretty much takes the brunt of it. Just like that first impact. Just like it hits him. And then, like, you know, whenever they kind of are like, here's the aftermath, you know, it shows Rocket Raccoon in, like, the sewer, right. where they go in the mm-hmm. sewer, and he's like, oh, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. I'm like, 
There's no way. If it, it penetrated that deep, like one of the mortals yeah. there had to, because like Hawkeye yeah. has nothing special, superhuman. Like he's got, he's a good marksman. Right. But yeah. I mean, as far as like superhuman strength or being able to absorb like a, a nuclear warhead, <laughs> like he's just, he doesn't have that ability. Yeah. Um, so at, we're past like the spoiler segment. I can openly talk about things now, I would hope, right? So if you haven't seen Endgame for some ungodly reason, stop <laughs> here it. because yeah. here's the biggest spoiler of it. That goes to you, Haley. Even if you're like <laughs> Logan and you hate Marvel movies. Right, I'm about to drop a big bomb. <laughs> and if you don't know this, you're probably not listening to the podcast because you don't have internet. I don't hate When Tony Marvel Stark movies. dies, <laughs> they rushed it so fast. Yes, I don't. I did agree. you all see that deleted <laughs> scene, the one that they put yeah, into? The, yeah. the that would have been great, yeah. where everybody took a second drop to a knee. Like, you just had that moment of, like, you know, a, this is it. And, yeah, in that part, like, everybody takes a knee, it's, you know, clearly like a, like, you know, not a throwback or whatever. I don't know the term, but, like, when, the, like, a player gets injured on, like, yeah, a football team, yeah. everybody take a knee. Like, right. It was them acknowledging. Kind of like a nod. A nod yeah. To yeah. That. yeah. We or didn't. Like, or, like, you know, if the quarterback gets hurt. Right. You know, everybody everybody's like, dropping to a knee. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's acknowledging what happened. Yeah. And Peter Parker, as much as I love the new Spider-Man, he got too much time with Tony there. That all should have been dedicated to Piper, in my opinion. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. why does why does this new kid get to like you know wish him goodbye when the father of her child is like dying or you know his what best I mean? friend? Right, exactly. Uh, so uh, war machine. I thought that was annoying. Um, Captain going back was sweet. It was adorable. That sort of thing. Yeah. But if he like stuck around that whole time, like something had to have been altered in some way or some form. And and with that, like we haven't gone that much past that point. You know, right. Spider Man is the only movie that's come out since Endgame. Right. We haven't seen the full effect of, um, you know, if Captain America altered the time time stream or right. which they say, you know, it was stuck in like to that specific uh, dimension or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And Hulk says he's like, you know, your you know your your time travel self becomes your past. It's not right. you know, your past going to your your present going to your past, you know. Yeah, and so like, that that's, could be another Right. And that goes back to what I said a few minutes ago. I just I think time travel's just a really lazy way to just like cram stuff in there that's not super logical yeah. or making a lot of sense. It's just an easy slide. Yeah. I have a few more points. Um too much comedy. And it was uh, okay. this is very last Jedi esque because this was uh, my biggest complaint with the last Jedi too. I agree and with that. There was a really good post that I saw. I'll let you finish. Just give me one second. Let me just get this out. Thanks, Connor. And it was a really, it was a really <laughs> great tweet. And it said that Tony Stark did not kill Thanos, but Mickey Mouse killed Thanos and Iron Man. And I was like, wow, that's super true. They just added way too much little, like, com- like the Fortnite thing, like, that's funny. Ha ha. Right. But Fat Thor carried on way too long. Like, that was just, like, yeah. a running gag throughout the entire film. All the, like, the Hulk dab. Like, I didn't get personally victimized or offended the way everybody <laughs> else did. And I was just, you know, that's we like... You weren't immediately triggered? Right, but... <laughs> Hashtag triggered? We, we put Hulk dab in there, but took out the scene where Piper really gets that moment right. with Tony. So, I agree with The Last Jedi, which that's a whole nother, whole nother conversation. <laughs> I hated the humor. Oh, my God. Right, this, like, when he's tickling your hand. So and, bad. Yeah. yeah. It's, but we're not going to get in the last right. Jedi. No, we'll I, have a Star Wars dedicated epi- yeah, episode. Yeah, I can yeah. pick yeah. that part all day. Um, that's my problem, actually, and why I'm not interested in most Marvel Universe movies. In my opinion, they're not fantastic films. They're all good. 
Agreed. Every Marvel Universe that. movie is good. Yeah. From a film, uh, from a hard like analytical filmmaking perspective, mm-hmm. the Marvel movies aren't good. Absolutely. In terms agreed. of, if, if you took like a film professor and said critically analyzed mm-hmm. all twenty three Marvel mm-hmm. movies, there's not going to be a lot good about it. Right. But from a perspective of the people who have been on that train for 12 years, 11, 12 years. Right. Yeah. They are, and, and that's, this is why I love them. I agree with what you're saying. Like, you know, you know, like I said, from a, a hard analytical perspective, there's not, you know, it's not perfect. But to me, who has like read those comics for years, you know, loved all the movies, they're, they are fun enjoyment and cathartic for me. They're good for what they are. Yes. We'll see, which is what I was trying to get at. Marvel, well, first of all, they're just, they're geniuses in getting box scores, getting yes, money. They know absolutely. what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every... They've made superheroes cool. Yes. Like, it's not, like, yes. embarrassed. Like, you know, you openly talk about comic books. When I was a kid, like, bringing up comic books made you a geek. Right. Made you, yeah. like, if you played Spider-Man it, or even watched, like, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, yep. you're a nerd. It, it yeah. puts you in a niche. Yeah. Yes. And now it's, like, it's cool. Like, you see yeah. every single store that sells any Superman t-shirts yeah. or anything. <laughs> who, who hasn't seen Endgame, you know? Right, two, exactly. Right. Yeah. And you're going to find merch. You're going to see your yep. basic, like, athlete, your jocks wearing, like, and, a Batman and shirt. That was not a thing. That's just here. Think yeah. about New everywhere York and else. LA and Right. Yeah. So what I want, like, every Marvel Universe movie is so safe. They're never going to be bad. Right. But they don't take that extra step out to make it that movie, which is what you're talking about, the originality. I completely, And I know they got to stick to, they want to try to keep it as original as they can Mm -hmm. to the actual comic books and the actual stories and how they go, that kind of thing. But that's what makes me like like Deadpool and Logan so much. Right. I know they're not Cause you Marvel like, Universe. Because you're Logan. Cause I'm, yeah, because I'm Logan. <laughs> wow, that's original. They, they step <laughs> out of the box. They make them gory. They make them vulgar. So they as make far them... as Marvel having that one standout movie that definitely like dipped their toes in water that was Uncharted, in my opinion, Black Panther. I thought Black Panther was super okay. I didn't. I loved I didn't, Black Panther. I didn't personally love Black Panther. I didn't either. really. See? It was definitely again. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I went and saw it release night. It. Really, yeah, I don't know movie. how many times I've rewatched it. I saw that it is, twice. That is twice my deep. favorite Marvel film to date. Really? Yep. See, it's, and my favorite's Endgame. Like, I get. Oh, I have one more Endgame point. Oh, go if ahead. If you can explain this go one, forward. you could sway my entire opinion on it. I probably can. So yeah, you can. <laughs> You've debunked I every right, point. I, yeah, and that's fine. Thanos. He was really, 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 really powerful that entire film without the gauntlet. Uh-huh. Now go back to the final, like the last fight in Infinity War with the gauntlet. Everybody was beating the shit out of him, right? Like everybody's getting their blows in. Sure, like at the end of it, he wins. He in, he snaps. Yeah. But everybody got some good blows on Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh-huh. He bitch slapped Thor so hard at the start of the fight at Endgame that Thor was not even a factor the rest of the fight. Right. Like, he just bitch slapped him. Barehanded. How was he so powerful in the Endgame fight before he put on the gauntlet? I feel like I'm in a courtroom. Right. And, like, getting like interrogated. Like so you tell me the truth, nothing but the truth. <laughs> yeah. You just, I mean. You gonna put your hand on this Bible or are you Buzz Aldrin? Yeah. <laughs> you Buzz, Aldrin's Buzz Aldrin's a bitch. <laughs> 
I mean, that makes I mean that makes sense, but like that was my number one gripe with the entire film. That that in particular, Thanos being more powerful it, without the gauntlet than he is with a gauntlet makes no sense to me whatsoever. I mean, you know, <laughs> from like an in-universe thing, in-universe explanation. Um, I mean, it's like this is Thanos at his prime, you know. Right. It's you know it's time travel. He time traveled back. This is like Warlord Thanos. You so know, he's not as dependent on the gauntlet. Right. Because he didn't have the gauntlet whenever he was conquering all of his worlds and stuff like that. Right. But he also was just dealing with just basic extraterrestrial life and not Iron Man's and. I mean, Marvels, and as far as we've been shown, you right? Know, but I'm just like, Fantastic how was he more powerful? Fantastic Four, Thanos versus the Fantastic Four. Right. I'm just saying, how was he more powerful without a gauntlet than he was with a gauntlet? Like that just doesn't make any sense. I don't know. To me. And I mean, that was my biggest like film sin for it. Right. Um, and that makes sense, but like you, I don't know. For, in my opinion, like he wasn't more powerful. It was just at the end of Infinity War, he knew he had won. Right. He did, he knew he didn't have to fight as hard because he knew he everything could just be obliterated. You know. Like. I hear that. That's more of like a passive thing. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like not spoken. Yeah. It's if a, that is the case, I just wish there would yeah. be some kind of coverage there. Because like yeah. I said, he just bitch slaps Thor, <laughs> and he's done. <laughs> okay. Let's let's transition into. Yeah direction of i want to talk about Disney. the future yeah the future of the mcu and disney yes and, which is terrifying and potentially the it's, entertainment world as we know right you, yeah right. you could definitely say that's that. a terrifying part is, for is disney making like a monopoly and they're gonna ruin it or are they just kind of buying it and saying hey you can do what you want to but we own you like, i mean do you think it's going to be good overall is disney making a monopoly yeah Right, there's 100%. no arguing that one. Right, is it is it going to be bad in this terrible world where everybody is oppressed by a Disney a Disney robot Terminator? No, <laughs> at least I hope not. Then would it be cool though? Who's the John Connor of our generation? Nobody, I guess. Right, yeah. who's one of us? Is Sean Penn? Did it come with him up there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I see I see you're what you're saying, and I've heard that response. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, it's obvious, like, so much money is flowing through that company right now, yeah. it's astronomical. Well, at this point, as far as Powerhouse goes, we only have Universal and Disney left, as far yeah. as, mm-hmm. like, distributors. Yeah. But overall, what do you think the impact is going to be? Or what do you think they're going to, what kind of direction do you think they're going to try to take? Uh, we, we all agree they're monopolizing. Do you think they're making that for... I don't even know the word, but I'm trying to say, like, are they going to keep putting out great films? Or are they just going to play it safe and make money kind of thing? Like, right. do you think they're going to step out, but like before Disney? Because Deadpool 2 still was Yeah, fine. and that's the thing is, like, with the Fox acquisition, it doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't mean, you know, oh, Deadpool's only going to appear in Avengers 9, you know, the return right. of Matt Damon. You know, it's just going to be, <laughs> you know, they can still make Deadpool movies, you know. Right. Josh and Brolin they can, can still, still be the most... label it as Fox just to keep their yeah. squeaky clean image. Yeah. So I'm saying, do you think that's what they're going to do? Like, do you think they're going to Th- yeah, be that's... so safe the whole time and not... I don't think every out? film coming out will be Buena Vista at all. Like, I don't think right. Right. Disney's going to be the... Yeah. 
the publisher of everything. Like, I think we'll still see Fox. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Just, I mean, Disney owns it now. You know, all the rights to any Fox film Disney has. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, Disney could, they could run Napoleon Dynamite too, but it'll still be a Fox picture. Right. Yeah, that, that's what I think. Disney. Yeah, that's what I think is those those companies and all those assets and everything is still there, but it just is under the Disney banner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, it's like Google with YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Google owns YouTube, but it's not super apparent right and th- and that's kind of like this is a lot smaller scale but Rhett and link like i'm a huge good mythical morning fan right and they own they, smosh they now. bought out smosh mm-hmm. and when i watched their podcast and they were talking you, about it they're like hey we love your content we want you to keep making content but they just didn't have the money right and well and whoever owned smosh them. there at the end was rough right and Rhett and link bought smosh moved them into their building, mm-hmm. and they said, we're going to have no creative control over you whatsoever. We're just funding you. Right, yeah, and, and of course, like, they're making money, money back, right. But they're like, we love your content. We're not trying, because at first they didn't want them to buy it. Right. Because they were scared. Because well, Red sure. Link's uh, too uh, clean cut Because Ian guys. got bit. Yeah. Whatever the last deal was they made when Smosh first went commercial, right. when Anthony left, mm-hmm. Something up. I knew something bad was wrong at that point. Right. And Renton links these two clean cut guys. To me, there's not really any comedy like them on YouTube or any right. material. Cut. Right. Everybody in the family can watch them. Mm-hmm. And that's not what YouTube is anymore. Right. And we'll look where Rhett and Link start, like making the local commercials yes. and like helping other people. So they're like, hey, we want to yeah. buy you. And they're like, no, you're going to try to right. completely change us, you know, just make more money. And they're like, we're not going to have any hand in what you do. We just want to fund you so you can make it what you need. Ask, we'll give it to you. You keep making your great content. Right, and we get 20% of your profit. Which is what mm-hmm. I was moving with with Disney. Is it going to be like that? Is it going to be like that? Are they going to be like, hey, we just want to own you. We want to fund you. Obviously run it through us or something, but we're not here to have creative control over you. We're just giving you the financial right, and help, and you're giving it back to the us. The rate in which Disney is taking over everything. Like, I don't give it a few more years to where everything will just be like Disney media. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, is that... Is that? Do you think that's what they're trying to do, or do you think they're going to have a hand in everything? I mean, obviously not everything. Is like, Mickey Mouse going to make a cameo in it? It's one of Avengers, not that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying like, do you think Disney is going to try to say, "Hey, you're ours now. This is what we want." Are they going to say, you know, you're Disney? Put you know, put this Disney stuff in your. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know why he said. I don't mean that. I don't mean like his. Uh, I can't. Is know. everything going to have it, that underlaying yeah. like humor in every single I, movie coming out that's Fox? Is it going to have that little bit of lighthearted humor in there? I don't think so personally. Because, like, you know, with that, like, you're talking about like a, a Disney persona, mm-hmm. per se, mm-hmm. is every. That Disney, Disney media. touch. Right. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Because, like, it, you know, it's just like. Like the production's still going to be there, you know. I don't. I don't think, you know. I don't think it would be Disney's place to do that. Might not be their place, but 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 monetarily, I mean, I don't. I mean, see, I think that's a a dumb and dangerous step to say, hey, we're going to control this because look Uh, at these companies and what they make, what they've done without Disney. Yeah, let them keep doing what they're doing. But is it creative control? Also, though. Look at what Disney's done. I mean, we're talking one of the biggest franchises of all time, whether it be Star Wars or Marvel. Mm -hmm. They did great on their own. Fantastic. But 
when Disney got them, it took them up 40 different levels. I mean, now Star Wars is so mainstream and like hip and cool, and it resonates with so many people now. Whereas back when I was 12 watching Star Wars, like I was considered right. like the little geeky dorky mm-hmm. kid. But yeah. now, like, it's so cool. It's so, like, um, enshrined into modern culture now to where it is cool. If yeah. you love Star Wars or you love the Marvel movie, and, you know, I could be, like, stereotypical Stereotypical here. 17-year-old girl 10 years ago would not have even thought twice about watching Iron Man. Yeah, right. Same 17-year-old girl now is, like, you know, running a Twitter page dedicated to yeah, Captain Marvel. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah, the... Uh... And like a Peter, you know, Peter Parker, you know, Tom Holland's hot fan page. Right, know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's an exact, Disney knows how to resonate with everybody. Yes, oh, yeah. yeah. And they yeah. took everything that Star Wars had already built, laid that foundation on, and they built a big-ass mansion over that. But mm-hmm. is that what, like, for Star Wars fans, I would I would consider us three very big Star Wars fans, mm-hmm. especially you guys, because you guys break good in there and analyze, like, the filmmaking side of it that I don't know a lot about. Right. I'm just here for, like, the plot and movie mm-hmm. the laser swords like yeah the big that, flashy yeah. sticks that <laughs> make darth vader poof or Obi, obi-wan, obi-wan. Poof. yeah get him out of here yeah yeah, yeah. Just, you can't have I this conversation about vader okay i just like i mean him. i do too i just i just think about no, him in my spare time as a star but, wars fan yeah they've kind of shit on it right like yeah the last uh, my, your points are exactly like mine for the last jedi Dude, the tickling with the hand. Uh, there were so many things in it that when he throws his lightsaber, it's not his Star lightsaber. Wars. He throws his lightsaber. Right, exactly, and that's my biggest fear as far as like picking directors too. Yes. But them eventually just making it super like commercial, funny, ha ha. Yeah. See, Star Wars is pretty messed up. Like yes. when you dive, dude's making out with his sister. Like his mom's murdered. He becomes like evil because he gets manipulated into killing a bunch of children. Like Star Wars is nitty gritty and dirty, it, right? And, it's that, not, and that's sorry to interrupt. That's always no. been a theme in Star in the whole franchise is dark. well, light and dark, but right. also the gray. Yeah, right. In the original trilogy, they show a good handful of times in, in each movie. You know, is the light side really the light side? Right. And that's that's a huge theme in the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Are the good guys really the good guys? Right. Is the is the Empire bad just because they're the Empire and right. you know our soldiers are a, a, a allusion to Nazis and right and you know but that's a, a present theme in all the Star Wars movies uh-huh. who's good and who's really bad you mm-hmm. know and that even carried over in Episode Seven oh, I want to say that Episode Seven is in my top two like I have a hard time picking like a top three for Star Wars but I would guarantee I you that the Force Awakens lands in my top two I have a maybe even number one answer for the best Star Wars. You have episode a what? four you cookie cutter answer. Yeah, episode four, man. I Ugh. love it. I, I mean, it's it good. So like it was a good intro, but but Kobe, I'm, I, I like prequels. You gotta love Empire the best. I think Empire is very good. I love prequels though. See, I really Cody's do. Cody's a big prequel guy. And I don't know where you stand on it because I don't think we've talked about it. I hate the now, prequels. Episode so much. two, three. I I ignore. Episode three is awesome. Episode three is well. It's the, definitely the best. Yeah, I think prequels. episode one might be number one for me, Dude, actually. Yeah, okay. I loved episode, episode one. Episode three, though, has such good choreography. The fight scenes are amazing. 
The action scenes are fantastic. The story didn't make me want to die. Right. Well, episode two. two, (laughs) Episode one wasn't even that bad story. Was episode two is horrible. Like Like, it is a waste of two and a half hours. Yeah. Happens, and I'm like wanting to. I'm just hoping one of my popcorn husks gets lodged in my trachea. (laughs) Right. And I choke out. (laughs) No, and I I get it completely. Phantom is all of episode two bad though. Yes. I'd say ninety eight percent of it. What's the two percent? You don't know. Um, you just wanted to say that. <laughs> well, I mean, Django Fett's cool. I don't think they Not touched really. on him enough. The, the clone, they didn't touch on him enough for me re- to care. The war on Genosha is pretty awesome. I don't know. I, I agree. Episode two is the worst out of pretty much all of them. But it has cool bits where I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Right. Well, but I mean, like, it's I'm Star never Wars. Sit down there and it's watch Star Wars. It. Yeah. That's my thing with exactly. one and three, especially three. I loved Anakin. Like I fell in love with Anakin, and the, I, I just <clears> I thought he was so cool. And, like, Revenge of the Sith really, it just makes him pop for me. I remember playing the video games. Oh, yeah. Like, everything. And, like, oh, for, they couldn't have cast it better. I'm like, yes. Like, I'm pulling for Anakin. Right. But back to where this conversation was headed <laughs> yeah, before yeah, we, we went off. <laughs> Episode 7 was fantastic. Carried on the Star Wars way. Right? That was Disney's first uh-huh. go at it. I think they wanted to try to put the Disney touch on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, they gave Ryan, what's his name, Ryan Johnson? Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. I hate him. <laughs> I hate him. What he Very did. If you're listening, I... weird. <laughs> yeah, and like they give him a trilogy before episode eight even comes out. Like yeah. blows my mind. What because you... go ahead. He took everything that JJ like left open to answer and completely just and walked right. Cut past it off it. in the middle of the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. and like Snoke. Well, yeah. Who yeah. is he? What is he? Why is he important? JJ Abrams is directing episode nine. Right? I, he is. Yes. yes, and I cannot wait. But is it going to be weird though? Like, J.J. Abrams is such a creative, he has intelligent pick, man. He's yeah. definitely going to figure out a way to yeah. salvage. He has to bring. He has to pick up the the pieces though. Uh, Very yeah, small shattered yeah. pieces. They are everywhere, scattered and, everywhere. J.J. <laughs> I think is going to put a good touch because J.J. can be kind of dark. And you're yeah. talking about the dark, the light, the gray. Mm-hmm. I think he's really going to try to pull us the dark side. It, is have the dark been, side bad? Yeah. Have they been good this whole time, or have they recently yeah. become good because yeah. or, this is or, the end of the Skywalker saga? Yeah. Or like, here's what, here's this action that they did that is like it makes you kind of think, right. Maybe that's not so bad. So you know, right. does the name in Episode Eight does that give away a lot of it, the Last Jedi? I mean, are we talking about just the Jedi Order is completely gone now, I, or I does Ray pick up? Yes. I've heard that theory too, where it's like. You know, Ray is not a Jedi. There right. is there is no Jedi anymore. Right, Ray right. is not a Jedi. Is she? That's what I think they're kind of leading up to is a new generation. But not also Jedi. is last not a new generation Jedi. Not, is not last Jedi, Jedi referring to Luke or is it referring to, to Kylo or Ray? Yeah. Here's my. This has been my prediction since I first saw Episode Seven. There's going to be a swap, and I fully anticipate Kylo to come to the light side. Whether Ray stays or not, I don't know. I've fully anticipated Kylo going to the light side. Whether it be him, like, you know, or, killing or, himself to save someone. Yeah, or Ray going to the dark side. Right. Along the lines of Vader yeah. in episode six. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, Anakin, he, Anakin comes back, not as Vader, and he, he kills the Emperor mm-hmm. at the cost of his own life. And uh, then, yeah, he's, you know. And that's what I kind of foresee up. with Kylo. And if Ray goes to the dark side, I wouldn't be surprised either. I'm so side note. I'm so in love with Kylo. Like, dude, oh, I love his character. So me I think too. They've done such a good job. I with think Kylo the biggest Ray. error they had with Kylo was making him the age they did. Because like by the lore, he's in his early 30s. Yeah, and he's he, a bit he too should, bitchy. Yeah. yeah, and like immature. He should be more like early 20s. I think. 
Yeah, and like they talk about like the establishment of the Knights of Ren, and they're mm-hmm. like these legendary soldiers, or yeah, whatever right. they whatever they were, like his his enclave of mm-hmm. elite soldiers. I'd love to see that movie. I'll tell you that right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the prequel to Kylo. Here, here's a you know a, a a team working together, but like they're Sith. Warriors. I would love to see a Kylo origin from the time Luke tried to kill him at the okay, Jedi yeah. camp. I want to talk until... about. I want to talk about that. That coming out of the theater. Aside from the stupid snarky humor, everything, my biggest pull away from that whole thing, well, Luke throwing the Skywalker really pissed me off. The lightsaber. Like he's throwing the most legendary, iconic Luke lightsaber the in the universe. Is it but but like that's the point though, is like is it really that you know, that legendary piece or is it just a weapon, you know? That's a theme I think they try to bring that that's what I think Ryan Johnson meant to making do. it so metaphorical yeah it is actually open it up and dive into yeah it and it, are the skywalkers really this legendary prophesized family in the context of the movie like in the lore yeah right. but in the context of like reality right is luke like looking at himself as a hero yeah and... that's yeah that's what i think they're trying here he ryan johnson i think that he looks at himself looked past tense there looked <laughs> yeah. at himself as like a bitch yeah. Like, I think he was super embarrassed was. of himself for running away. And, like, what I wanted to come back with, Luke trying to kill Kylo. Like, right. I can, not, if for me, that's not Luke, Luke Skywalker in the middle of the night wanting to slaughter children because he right. felt like he betrayed him, mm-hmm. that's not Luke Skywalker, Right, man. and don't get me wrong. It, you know, Disney, they did kill a lot of the canon as far as, like, the graphic novels and that sort yeah, of thing. And yeah. I know they're bringing and, some of it back. Yeah. But in some of those that were formerly canon... Luke did go to the dark side for a little while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was intentional. I guess it wasn't for dark intentions, but he did go to the dark side for a while. He's mm-hmm. flirted with Grey yeah. his entire yeah, yeah. career, I guess you would yeah. say. And and that's another, like, point that is brought up sometimes in Star Wars. Like, you know, like you said, the that's from, like, the novels and stuff right. like that. Because Luke is that pure form of... He mm-hmm. is the pure form of Jedi, you know? Yeah. Like, he's you know he's trained and he's found his own way you know and he's that you know so that's always been like a constant thing of like is you know can the it's like a superman thing like you know like can superman who's this force of everlasting justice can he be turned evil you know right and it's like technically we've seen it yeah. yeah it's happened red superman yeah and like injustice superman right and, um you know, whatever. But. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think JJ is really gonna hit really, really, really hard on, like, like you said, there's gonna be a swap probably, either lightness or darkness changing. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think more someone's going to the dark side, as a, or they're gonna really try to put, not light in the sense of Star Wars, but shine some light on the dark side. Right. Like Chuck was talking about earlier, is the dark side really this big, super powerful bad guy, or? Do we just know, hey, they're the Empire, they're bad. That's right. what we've watched this whole time. I think J.J. will really hit on that because I think that's what people want. Well, see, that's what I want. Like, I want to know. I want this to wrap up well. I'm yeah, so scared. Yeah, and I look at that, like, in real life, too. Like, is this actually bad? Is this good? Blah, 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 blah. And you can make that argument for a lot of different that's things. Still it's why, all your intentions. That's still why I'm addicted to heroin. Yeah. Like, I wake up and I'm like, right. this, is it bad? I'm not no. It makes like, me small. Yeah, it can't be that right. bad. Yeah, it's just, you know, a lot of huge entities in the world, whether it be government, army, mil- you know, anything like that, uh, religious group, whatever, 
are they good? Are they bad? Where are their intentions at? Yeah, you know, yeah. you can have great intentions and do some really shitty things. That doesn't necessarily make you a bad person because yeah. you have a nice, like, you have good intentions. Right. Yeah, it's a matter of, like, perspective and reality. Right, Thanos. And, yeah. Destroying half of the the universe's population. To him, he seems good. Right, yeah, yeah so like he does. had good intentions. He wasn't necessarily, like, an evil supervillain. You know, he wasn't wanting to just cause harm to others. He was trying to he save just, everything. Yeah, right. Now, I, I, and I, I agree that would be a very awesome thing to like reveal at the end of you know the twelfth you know eleventh movie in the series, or whatever. You know that'd be an awesome thing to to explore. But I do want to get your guys' opinion. What do you think about the side stories, Rogue One and Solo? Do you, is that do you think that's a good direction? Like yes, I do too. You know, is that a good way to go because they're breaking away from? Here's the story. Yes. Here's the Jedi and Sith. You know, here's I, the space wizards. But now let's look. Let's look about. You know, let's see what Han Solo was doing. He's a cowboy guy, and I, I love it personally. So I really like the direction too. And you, if you say you don't like the direction, I'm gonna be mad because you just said you wanted the color in origin. <laughs> but I didn't think Solo was fantastic. Definitely a okay film. It helped fill me in on some stuff because. In all honesty, you don't know anything about Han Solo. Yeah. Really. It, it's all what he says in the yeah, and For Solo, though, I feel like that's pretty, like, pivotal. Like, they knew. That's what they wanted. They wanted him to be this man of mystery. This exactly. man. Yeah. We don't know where, we, where he came from or, you know, why he is so badass. Right. Yeah. But uh, now we do. I'll be honest. I haven't seen Solo. You could go on and finish your point, and then I'll give my opinion so, on it. Well, I won't put any spoilers in it. Solo's a good movie. Again, it's a good, safe movie. People's going to watch anything Star Wars related. I don't care what it is. It's good. Now, Rogue One, I think, is amazing. I love Rogue One. And, dude, the ending, the Vader scene, like, oh, you know, yeah, starting yeah, up yeah. episode four, that literally gives me chills. And and it's, it's awesome, but what, what I've seen with Solo and Rogue One is they are themed genre movies. Yes. 100%. Because... The main Star Wars series is here's Jedi and Sith, here's you know the the war, whatever. Rogue One is a is a war like you know, um, like a, a you know a war movie. Oh, for sure. Um, like it's definitely like watching Pearl Harbor, Saving yeah, Private Ryan, yes. but Star Wars, yeah. Solo and Solo, and it's a heist movie too. You know, right? With, yeah. You know, like, you know, whatever, but. Um, and then Solo is like a Western. It is a Star Wars Western. Right. In my opinion. Because you have the theme of like, you know, the Lone Ranger comes into a, a musty bar and yeah. shoots his way out and right. whatever. What I would love to see, like keeping in that same trend, I want to see a dark and gritty John Wick-esque bounty hunter movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that would be... That'd pull me a lot harder. See, so yeah. here's where I stand for all of those, though. I mean, it's cool, like, getting the yeah. origin stories. You know, there's a lot of origin stories I would love to have. Kylo, Darth Maul, uh, Dooku. Like, I would love to see a lot of these origin films. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Solo yet, mainly because I don't really have that much desire to. The yeah. only reason I would watch Solo, and I love Star Wars, I can't even begin to describe how much, is just for the Gambino, Donald Glover, Lando. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm there for. Yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. It goes back to the very first point I made at the start of this podcast. I would like something original. Yeah. Like, you know, it's... <laughs> I agree, an original yeah. Star Wars film would be great. Like, give me just a new character. But with this yeah. right here, you know, it's just the retelling of a story that we've heard. 
Yeah, the word of mouth of the original. Right. Yeah. I And I agree with that, but it also is a matter of, like, expanding on, the, you know, that same mystery of the, you know, like, here's what they talked about and here's what really happened, you know. Right. That's all, you know, that, I like that part of it. I guess like, my biggest thing is just, like, the change of, like, the guy who plays Solo, like, you could tell when he gets old he's not going to be Harrison Ford. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's yeah. going to be Harrison Ford. Come well, on. yeah, that's fine. It's just, I hate that it's just so blatantly obvious that that's not Harrison Ford as a young man. Or, like, you know, they're old enough. Like, these characters are so, like, engraved into us. What if they do, like, a mid-20s Luke Skywalker now, and it's not Mark Hamill? Like, it's just not going to work. You know, Because right. we yeah. see what Mark Hamill looks like yeah. and looked like. It's just different uh, actors, that sort of thing, blatantly not who... They turn out to be that sort of thing. Facial features that annoys me. Yeah, like flashbacks and that sort of the thing. The continuity of yeah. Yeah. I just don't know how many spinoffs Star Wars can have before it'll start getting stale. Like I yeah. don't want seven Star Wars films a year. I mean, I'd be okay <laughs> with it, but but I see what you're saying. How how much can they reach, retread old yeah. old territory? Because think about Force Awakens mm-hmm. coming out. The build up. There hadn't been a Star Wars movie in. Well, how many nine years? years. Nine years. Yep. The buildup of all these people, whether it be me and you that are younger, mm-hmm. there's older people you know that grew up with the original Star Wars and they're right. here for every single film. Mm-hmm. The buildup of that was fantastic. And now, you know, in if, four years since that movie came out, how many Star Wars movies have we had? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like what you're saying, them getting stale. Mm-hmm. Think about all the Star Wars movies we've had since Force Awakens. Right. Are people going to get tired of them eventually? And that goes back to the Disney monopoly. Yeah, it goes back Does to... Does Disney keep us... Think about every franchise, established franchise ever. Harry Potter, Fast mm-hmm. and Furious, Transformers, mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean, whatever. You could say the same thing. You know, can can you watch 22 Fast and Furious movies? See, I'm already right. out. We're, I'm already <laughs> out, yeah. yeah. It may get there at some point, you know. Well, what was it, Logan, you told me the other day about space? And oh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> they asked the director, what's the director's name of Fast and Furious? I, I, like the I, new no one. I, 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 no I forget his name. They asked him, they was like, you know, you're running out of content. Like, you I, need to put Fast and Furious in space. He's like, yeah, it's not out of the question. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is what it's going I think to. like Vin Diesel I, in space driving a car. I read like a, not read, but I saw it on like a YouTube video. Actual quotes from that director. Some of the stuff he says is like gary Busey levels of insane <laughs> like some of the stuff he That's said about the fast and furious franchise yeah. he said like you know the fast and i forget which one let me be in like the fourth one or like fast five or something he was like this franchise matches you know the brilliance of hitchcock and stuff like that oh my god like he's maybe actually, honestly maybe the earlier I mean, films they were great I mean, they really yeah, were i'm here for tokyo drift i don't tokyo see drift was else. fantastic the first <laughs> i'll say the first five was First great. Five. Yep. Oh, Up to no. Fast Five. No, 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 no. Yep. I kind of. I mean, I, I don't know. I kind of agree. That was where I was out. Is like after Fast Five, and now and, and like now they're getting into spinoff territory. Right. Yep. And spinoffs and just and annoy like, me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I do want to go see The Lion King. I have to see that soon. And yeah. Lion King was a big movie for me growing up. This entire cast is fantastic. I'm just getting tired of like just the unoriginal like remakes, yeah. spinoffs, franchises. And, and like, That's all we have. Um. You know, I kind of like we've seen a lot of Dwayne Johnson. He's you know in Hobbs and Shaw, whatever. Um, Dwayne Johnson, I think it's funny how he's like adopted this. His like the movies that he plays in, he mm-hmm. they're all like, you know, 
summer blockbusters. The same guy. He's like the same he, guy in every movie. Like Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. It's funny to me, and like I don't know, but but the thing is, like I like him though. And that's Hobbs Not and Shaw both. Jason yeah. Statham. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. he's in that. <laughs> They're the same person. <laughs> They're just playing as the Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah, he's like Hulk yeah. And Shaw. yeah. But, Jason Statham. But um, but speaking of Hob- Hobbs and Shaw, it kind of gets us kind of up to a topic that I want do want to talk about before we end. You know. Okay. Um, you know, 2019, like I said in the beginning, has kind of been a big year in my opinion for movies. Mm-hmm. Like uh-huh. like you said, not original movies. Um, just box office scores. Yeah, raking in money and like movie news stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I would like to talk about what movies have we seen this year that we loved, you know, that we enjoyed. What movies this year have we have disappointed us, and what um, is coming out that we're excited for? Okay. Uh, um, because you know. Because we've been talking a lot about Star Wars and Disney and stuff, so mm-hmm. this you know we can talk about some different movies and franchises. Okay, uh, I will start by saying I have a really bad problem with knowing what movies come out in what year. Like it all runs together. <laughs> so like, yeah, I saw Lady and the Tramp for the first time this year. That's my movie of 2019. <laughs> yeah, I have Fox and the Hound on VHS, a really special edition. Um, let, let's start with um, favorite movies of the year. And I'm not trying to just like completely piggyback off of you, but I am because I want to just kind of hear some of yours, and then I can mm-hmm. like, oh, that came out this year. I'll give my take on that. My favorite so far this year, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Right, which I haven't seen yet, but I want to. We talked about that the other day. Yeah. Um, have you seen it, Cody? I have not yet. Okay. I loved it. I mean, it was. Um, I love Tarantino and like. This movie, I told I told you this, Logan, but Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is like Tarantino. It's like his love letter to that era of Hollywood, you right. know. And that excites me a lot. Like I watched Inglorious Bastards last night. Yeah, fantastic. Which, which we talked about um, earlier. That like I'm obsessed with the '60s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that top Hollywood media, just people, politics. I love the '60s. Yeah everything so like it being a love letter to that era that's what makes me so excited and, and i loved it a lot for that reason and brad pitt and leo together mm-hmm. come on i'm really excited but. yeah now did, did incredibles 2 come out this year or was that 2018 i think that was 2018 that was, 2018. That was last 2018. summer well last summer yep yeah it was like last tw- may 2018 or something like that or march i can't remember really i think so see what i'm saying well let me say this about that's, it I mean, while we're here it's recent yeah it's huge recent. letdown for me. You didn't like it? No. I liked it. No, I surprisingly haven't even watched Toy Story 4 yet. Um, It was okay, in my opinion. It definitely is not, like, as endearing as, like, Toy Story 2, you know? Sure. Um, But, you know, it was okay. It was kind of weird. Like, it felt like a weird... It felt like what they wouldn't do. Like, what the characters wouldn't do, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah, it was just weird. Um, But, I, I mean, I did enjoy it. So not one of your favorites for the year. It was good because the child in me, like the childhood the part of me, yeah, the, the childhood part of me is like I love, you know, I love. I'm always gonna love Buzz and Woody because right. right. Any Pixar film, I'm at least gonna watch it. Yeah, yeah. but it was pretty good. Okay. Um, as far as like disappointments for the year, um, the new X Men movie, I, I really kind of didn't like. What's the name of it? Dark Phoenix. 
I'm not, I didn't watch it. That's the one about Jean, isn't it? Or Jean? Jean, Jean Grey? Yeah, yeah, Jean Grey. It just, it's got the girl from Game of Thrones. I think she plays Arya. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's, I, don't, I don't know all the Game of Thrones stuff, but it just didn't feel like the end of a... Uh, it didn't feel like it was supposed to be like the wrap-up of this era of X-Men, you know? Right, And like right. nothing, it was like nothing really just kind of... It was just there. It, everything just kind of fell into place, and it was like... You know, now this is gonna happen, and now here's this. You know, was it just a money grab? I think so, maybe. I mean, yeah, it just didn't. Cause I've not heard anything about it. Like yeah. they had not much advertising for it. Yeah, it, and like it just it happened. Yeah, yeah. Had some Burger King eyeglasses or something. That's now a Jean <laughs> Grey figuring. <clears throat> Best okay, movie of the start. year. It's about to get bad. Yeah. My my movie of the year. SpongeBob remake with David Hasselhoff. I'm there older. for it. Yeah. <laughs> now, huge fan of his work. Loved him as a comedian. Loved him on Mad TV. Hasselhoff? I love him as a director. Now, <laughs> Will Ferrell. Us was a fantastic movie from I start to finish. It. I, I really want to want to see it. Yeah. Us. I love Jordan Peele. Me too. A lot. I worship Dude's the man. A genius. Yep. Still haven't seen it. And I didn't watch. Uh... Get out. No, I watched Get okay. Out. Fantastic movie. And Us is just as probably more thought provoking than Get Out. It's <laughs> much more subtle with the point it makes. Um, I actually had to like look into other people's theories on it for right. me to start puzzling because it's and that's the kind of movies I like, right? Yeah. And we have a film now that like tackles immigration. Yeah, and like, beautifully. My favorite movie of all time ever, and it's going to take a lot to beat it. And both of you are probably going to disagree with me. Blues Clues, written now. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Inception. Yeah is my favorite movie of all time That's because fun. there are so many ways to tackle I feel like that Doctor movie. Strange did it better. <sighs> Man. Get... Anyway, listen. There's so many ways you can tackle that. So I like movies like that. Right. And I've it's, heard the same thing about Us. Like... Us is fantastic. There's about 6,000 layers you have to dig through constantly. And I love that. But it's fantastic. I hate a movie that I can watch and know exactly what right. happened while I'm texting. Yeah, for sure. I hate yeah. movies like, like that. Like when you can't go and take a pee break. Like right. with a Marvel movie, you go pee and, oh, yeah, well, Billy Bob died while you're gone. <laughs> that sort of yeah. thing. <laughs> now, as far as disappointment goes, definitely throwing Endgame out there for sure. Which like, we've already talked about that. So right. Just yeah. leave that Just alone. my total, <laughs> total disappointment goes to Endgame okay. by far. Now, my neutral disappointment, like the most average movie, like I knew what I was getting into, but I was a little let down, is John Wick. Uh, okay, we, me and Chuck actually went and watched John Wick together. Yeah. Um, the fighting I, was great, choreography was fantastic, okay, but there was no real plot. It was, but yeah. my main issue that I pulled away with the movie, I can't even think of her name now. You know, it's over the... Uh, like, he, she was helping... Wick fought. Yeah, Halle Berry. Hall- well, yeah, Halle Berry, but her <laughs> name in the in the movie, Halle Berry. Anyway, her character. Yeah, it's like Maria or something. Like that. She had way too big of a part. Like I'm not there to watch her. Like the little rooftop scene getting out, that's fine. But like it went on way too long. Like them right. going all the way down the bottom. She's like got the dogs and shooting people off rooftops. I'm like John Wick's not special anymore. Right. Yeah. Like if this girl can do this, John Wick's just a dude. Which he is just a dude anyway. But like. He's not special anymore to me. Like, I'm going to watch John Wick movies because he's, for no he's reason, just one. like, he's the only yeah. one that can do this. He's the legendary. He's the Baba Yaga. Yeah. And the <laughs> the greatest scene in that movie, for whatever reason, was Boban's scene with the book at the very beginning. <laughs> <sighs> I love that scene. Like, you mean, like, Lawrence Fishburne? He's like, 
I forget what he says. He's like, cut me, whatever. Uh, 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 <laughs> hey, me. John. Are you pissed off? Are you pissed? <laughs> yeah, me and my friend, we like do this daily where one of us just send each other a Snapchat where it's like, hey, John, <laughs> yeah. are you pissed off? And then uh, one of us always just send back a response. It's so elaborate. It's like, I thought yeah. it was a great movie, but I think the second one's still my favorite. Yeah, it right. Yeah, I agree. that's what I said. It was like my most like neutral, mediocre film of the year. It's now, just it was right down the middle. It was great, but it wasn't like in depth for I story. Could, I could be stupid, so don't roast me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but the first John Wick and the second John Wick, I don't remember any scenes where there's no music during a big fight. And there's not. You're and, not gonna find that. And John Wick three, where he's throwing knobs and he puts the knobs in the dude's eye. There's, yeah. there's no music. Yeah. Like it's just feet hurt. on the floor. It's yeah. just people hitting display cases. When he breaks the guy's jaw and he's like, with hey. the book. Yeah. That like, bothered yeah. me. I loved that they added that in there. I've never seen that. Oh, for sure. It, it felt like a bridge, a bridge movie for the franchise. Yeah. Like definitely. you said, not a lot really happens plot wise. But here we go with John Wick turning into. Yeah. Uh, and, and, Fast and Furious, like we're gonna, yeah. we're getting into that territory, right? Yeah. We have a whole cinematic universe set up now. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with that. Like, I, I feel the same way. Not every movie has to be the start of a booming franchise right. that goes for twenty. That's what I'm 29. saying. Yeah, like yeah. Halle Berry will have a spinoff. I guarantee it. John Wick, <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. And so, yeah, I feel the same way about that. And with John Wick three, it definitely felt like that's more of what they're trying to yep. do. Is like, uh, you know, watch this movie, but. Get ready for John Wick episode right. nine. Yeah, know? before it even return of Reed. and like before, before we know it, there's gonna be <laughs> return of Reed. Hobbs and Shaw and Wick. You know, yeah, yeah, like just a a, a super team, <laughs> right? Yeah. So I want to talk about one more thing before we wrap it up, Chuck. Uh, I want to talk about because I can chime in on this one. <laughs> I've had a pretty lazy year for watching movies. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, yeah, I want to talk about. You mean two, three tops? Like, what are the biggest films you were excited for? And it don't have to be 2019. It can roll over into 2020. Just something that's been announced you know is going to happen. What are you looking forward to? Um, This year, I'm really excited for It too. Oh, yeah. I, I really think like, we all are. <laughs> I, really like, I really like the first one. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'm really excited for It. As far as, like, coming years... um. I mean, I don't know, like, there's a lot of Marvel stuff coming out that I think is going to be really fun. Again, not like, you know, not like the film lover in me is going to be excited, super excited for those. Just like, you know, the comic book fan in me is going to be excited for those. The Marvel Universe. Can I be a hypocrite and say if I don't get Avatar 2 soon, I'm going to leave forever? (laughs) (laughs) Um, And the Blade, the Marshal Ali as Blade is going to be amazing. (sighs) <sighs> I'm not doing Blade without Wesley Snipes. I'm here for it. I mean, I'm here for it. I love, I love Marshall I get it. Ali. Wesley Snipes after the Bowflex commercial kind of killed me. That's fine. <laughs> He's Blade. I also heard that during the original Blade movies, like he was kind of a pain to work with. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, he got arrested for like tax evasion. Like that. That's just a telltale sign that someone's probably not pleasant when and they're then, like evading their taxes. Yeah. And there's a, like <laughs> r- there's Trump. that that rumor that like he was. <laughs> there's that rumor that he was um. Like he didn't want to open his eyes during a scene, so they like CGI his eyelids open. Or something yeah, and like that, that just that blo- like how That's do you insane. get that petty? As it's like, no, I'm not opening my eyes, Bob. I'm yeah, not. yeah. I'm like, come on, Wesley. But I'm very excited for it too. Oh yeah, yeah. And Stephen King's obviously been hopping it up on Twitter. Was it? was a it's about a clown. <laughs> oh okay. Well, he's not really a clown. 
He's Pennywise. Not a set clown. <laughs> the dancing clown. <laughs> yeah, he's not just set in stone a clown. <laughs> no, but no. Um, when are we gonna get a Pennywise to... origin story? Come on, book it, Disney. When do we get it's to? In the book. When read do we? The book, idiot. That's fine, but I don't read. When do we get to it versus uh, Vin Diesel? <laughs> now I'm I'm here for the tortoise god fight. Nobody knows about that one. Yeah. Well, listen, Did you read the book, idiot? Yes. Well, I read. Now listen. Yeah. Exactly. Here we go. You. Yeah. I'm backtracking here. Yeah. I read the first half of it because I didn't care about the adult yeah. part. I just didn't. Right. Well, what about the fact that God is a tortoise and that's its biggest enemy? Which opening scene? Like there's a Kung lot Fu of Panda? there's a lot. Yes, like opening <laughs> opening scene when there's uh, a lot of hints to the tortoise mm-hmm. in the whole movie when he's at the storm drain. Uh, there's a pile of dirt that's covered with a green tarp and it looks like a turtle, and that's uh, you know when they're all in the when they jump off the cliff yep. into the lake, mm-hmm. they go down and they come up and it's like, did you see that turtle? And then the Lego the, turtle, the Lego turtle yeah. that Georgie draw or. Uh, Billy. Billy drops when he hears George. Hears his when he hears Georgie. Yeah, we all float down but here. But it's going to be two hours and forty-five minutes, and I'm fine with and that. And they cut an hour and fifteen. So I they, want the director's cut personally. Well, that, yeah. They think they're going to do a director's cut for sure. I would go to the theaters for that. There's so much content. And I'm taking a blanket and a pillow too, but <laughs> five hour. I, it I film. think you told me about this. Did you see where they were? I don't know if they've done it yet. Where they were showing it. Like the original, not original, not with Tim. The remake, the newest the remake. one. Yeah. They were showing it again and showing the first eight minutes of it, chapter two, at the beginning. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. See, I would go for like an It marathon. Like if a theater wanted to play oh, It yeah. 1 following it directly into It 2, I would so... I've seen the first It so many times. I mean, I have like the special edition. Like, right. I need to rewatch nonsense. it. But are you doing like an MCU style marathon where you watch all 22 It movies back to back? Right, yeah. It, it, I mean, it in takes three years, days. we probably will be able to. No, we'll yeah, have no, like the go, Billy spin off. That's insane to me. The day. Georgie spin off that. What? <laughs> What happened to Georgie between leaving the house and then loading the boat? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we could we could cover a couple hours of that. And also, um, that's one of the beautiful things about it. Well, first of all, Stephen King's just his own entity as far as an imaginative, like an imagine. Can I gripe about him for a second? Ima- imagine. Imaginative. Image? I also <laughs> have something to say about Stephen King movies that he we'll never repeats an individual word per page. Rock. Never repeats an individual word. Yep. If he true. says sleep, the next time he refers to it, he'll call it rest or he'll call it um, unconscious. And he just never repeats the same like adjective or anything. Hmm. If something's slimy, the next time he mentions it, it'll be wet and sticky or something like that. Like he will not repeat the same word per page. What's your Stephen King spell? Um, you know, The Shining is based off of a Stephen King yeah. book, whatever. Uh, how do you guys feel about Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining, with Danny as an adult? Are you excited? No. Are you... Is that I'm a not. thing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ewan McGregor is playing adult Danny. It's called Doctor Sleep, and it's the sequel to The Shining. I did not know that was a thing. Yeah. I'm pretty. I love The Shining. Okay. A lot. I love The Shining too, but I mean, I'm gonna watch it. Obviously. Yeah. I don't really know where they can go. That's again brings that, me back yeah. to like it being a safe space. Yeah, like it's not going to do well if they try to venture out at all. Yeah, and I feel like they'd have to in that movie to make it good. But that's such a big. Was that a Stephen King novel? I believe so. I I could see it working then. 
I mean, if Stephen King wrote it, it's well, Stephen be King good. also he gets to have his hand in these movies, right? Because yeah, yeah. he's such a like, he's a weird. He's guy. a purist about his yeah. own work. He's purist, he? yes, yeah. and he's he's strange and he's super left, like he's super liberal. Mm-hmm. Like he he wants like nothing's just going to happen. He has to monitor. He has right. to watch. He yeah. has to, and that's what I was getting at. He's hopped up it chapter two, right? Like he was saying, like it's better than the first one, and that's a lot because. He thinks the first one's amazing, and I can say reading the first half of the book, um, and watching the you know remake of it, it is so which accurate. qualifies you, huh? To give a a very proper opinion, it does. It's so <laughs> close, like it follows right. it so well. Of course, they changed each one of the children's fears. Well, and also like though the they book, had I to think... take the orgy out because yeah, that would well, just be weird. Sure, yeah, because they're all like. What? Instead, they just that, bleed on each that's other. That's another thing I heard is that uh, Stephen King uh, used to plug his no- his nose with cotton balls because his nose was bleeding too much while he was riding because of all the cocaine. I believe it. I mean, some <laughs> um, of his work have he's you definitely seen his on nostrils. Something. He could get a lot up in oh, there. Oh yeah, <laughs> and that explains the uh, the child orgy scene of the It book. Yeah, cocaine. Yeah, just do coke huh. and ride. You can ride it. <laughs> but okay. you can ride what? It. Ride it. That? You can oh, ride it. What's it? <laughs> so the the original it with Tim Curry, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, <laughs> I think they are just horrible. I hate. I disagree. Them. I and can't. I couldn't disagree with you more on anything else. They're their own thing, though. They shouldn't be it to me. I feel like they were more it than anything. And I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be like condescending or rude, but like reading the book. And then watching that beginning part is not. Here we go. He read the he read the first half of the book. <laughs> no, and I'm not saying it, it has to follow it perfectly, but the remake, because when you read the book, you feel weird. Right. I don't yeah. feel weird watching Tim Curry. Well, no, I definitely believe that the the remake was better than oh, the yeah. original It yeah. film. The for original's sure. too comical. Like it's too right. Yeah. It's trying to play too much. I mean, of a for goofy 1990 clown. though, well, it, and it played yeah, it played on like network. network right, television. it wasn't even like right. a theatrical yeah. right. release. Exactly. This was ABC. Yeah. That's, and that's, right. that's probably why they're like we don't want to we don't want to terrify our primetime audience. Right. You know. Yeah. And you know when you watch the first It, you feel weird. Like when Pennywise is in the TV and he's saying like forget the dude's name he stabs his dad yeah yeah like you know like everywhere that there's a tv if you rewatch it there's a lot of cool things everywhere there's a tv or radio playing it's pennywise mm-hmm. whether it's meant to be right focused on in the scene or yeah. not it's the there fo- yeah. mm-hmm. and it's a little stuff like that that makes you feel eerie when you watch the oh, film like the the teaser for it too when she goes to the apartment and it's the old lady yeah yeah super uncomfortable yeah because she's like peeking back around the right, corner and yeah. like you're like i think this one's gonna be a lot scarier oh too. for sure i yeah. think it's gonna be it'll be more for mature yep yeah because i mean they're grown and, up now and like the cat the cast is awesome i think i oh, love i sure. love james mcavoy well james and it's McAvoy. just it's the fact that now like he can do literally anything to them without raising like you know back yeah. then like if he would have grabbed them too much or something as kids like that just that conveys weird mm-hmm. to the big screen now all hands or all holds are barred. And I'm know? I'm excited for Bill Hader. I'm 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 a Bill oh, yeah. Hader dude. Like I love him. I love Bill yeah, Hader. Yeah, yeah. And like I, he's gonna do such a good job. Yeah, no, that. for sure. Absolutely. I'm excited for it. But Me too. I think that is gonna bring us to the end of this week's episode of your mother's favorite podcast with a guest thank you chuck for coming on it was great having you talking about movies it was nice oh, yeah. to have someone else to talk to because i get real tired of talking to this guy all the time <laughs> work on your delivery toms uh yeah yeah i, I got you want to move up to seven dollars an hour you need to cut that in half yeah 
You make like six, right? Uh, you work under the table because they can't legally pay you six. The funny thing, though, is I don't deliver a lot just because I've worked there kind of so long that I'm like... Oh, you're cooler than anybody yeah. else. No, just like I'm, you know, sort of a manager, you know? Not really, though. You're but, not a manager. Yeah, I'm not, but... Yeah, <laughs> some of us can't run CBD stores, you know? Some of us can. It is what it is. I hate them. But, but yeah, I had a good time, and I hope that everybody enjoyed listening. Um you know, and thanks for having me on. I think you know, it was fun. I had a really good time. I'd love to be back on in the future sometime. Yeah, yeah. we'll think about it. Did you tell him how much it costs to be no, a guest? Not yet. Okay. Cut the recording. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.